baby reindeer finds out the hard way that diversity is not part of Santa Claus's plan. We watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to find out how good was it. Welcome back to How Good Was It, where we review movies of our past to see if they still hold up, and sometimes the present, whenever the mood hits us. This is Thanksgiving week for us. It's going to be a week behind, I guess. So this is Thanksgiving week. So forgive us if we're a little bit on slow-mo. We're full of turkey and God knows what else. Um, Hello, Scott. Hey, what's going on, Jim? And hello to you, Dana. Good to see you again, sir. Feliz Navidad, Papi Chulo. Ah, that's what I was waiting for. Thank you. There we go. Uh, Welcome back, audience, to our new edition. So we... Came off of planes, trains, and automobiles, which for me is the the official kickstart to the holiday season, right? Thanksgiving. And so what better way to follow up then? And this is a Dana pick, which is a mm-hmm. very interesting pick and actually a fave of mine, hopefully still holds up. We're going with some Rankin Bass this week, guys. We're going with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Join Rudolph in a trip to the island of misfit toys. Meet Yukon Cornelius, the funniest prospector of the North. Gad, Zeus, the bumble snow monster of the North strikes again. Meet Santa's elves and hear seven original Christmas songs. Burl sings. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. It's a holly jolly Christmas special for the entire family. Don't miss Rudolph, Sunday, December 4th, in color on most of these stations. Before we get into this week's episode, I'd like to give our audience a little reminder of what we do here at How Good Was It? Each episode is broken up into two halves. The first half is all about our recollection from memory of the movie. We then pause, we watch the movie, and we come back to go over how much we got wrong, how much we got right, and most importantly, does the movie still hold up? Is it as good or as bad as we remember it to be? With that, let's get into this week's movie. Now, did I get the the name right? Is it is that the official title of the movie? I, Rudolph the Red I have no idea. It's what I've always referred referred to it as, but it, it could be something. Oh, wow. I know since I never even thought about it. It's like Maybe like Rudolph's first adventure or uh, the adventures of Rudolph. Or, yeah, yeah, the island of the misfit toys or some nonsense. Yeah, it's got it, it probably is Rudolph. But if I remember this movie right, I think uh, I, I feel like his plot is like secondary in this movie. <laughs> what do you mean by that? OK, you need to elaborate on that. Well, well, I mean, I guess we, we can get into it. But what, what I remember most about this movie is the kid, that the elf that wants to be a dentist. And then the abominable snowman and that his little lumberjack friend. And yeah, that, that's what I remember mostly about this, even though I almost to the point that I almost thought they were two separate movies until I started thinking about it. I'm like, no, that takes place in uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So what does all the Rudolph plot comes in, come in? I mean, Rudolph, I think his plot is as long as the song. I mean, like that's the major <laughs> plot. It's just, it's just like, all right, he, he has a nose, blah blah blah. He's ostracized. He's the uh, 
who's I, I don't know who's the oppressed people now or are we <laughs> maybe maybe it's the wrong the wrong podcast but the, I don't the, know. the oppressed gays. group of the week yeah, yeah. whoever <laughs> the oppressed group is black gay trans rudolph was them <laughs> and, <laughs> and so i mean that was pretty much his story but you're right like they had to make it longer than five seconds so i think you do have like the island of misfit toys and him trying to find his way back and then uh making it back on the team but uh, okay now, now i i yeah. definitely need some clarification <laughs> okay so let's let's a, a little history here for for, for you mm. younger listeners or viewers or whatever the hell you are out there so i mentioned the name was it, is it rankin bass i got it right I don't know. So, yeah, you I know. know. That, that, definitely that's, got that, that should give us a, a forewarning to the rest of this episode. So so from my recollection, and, and again, the the world of the internet, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Rankin Bass was some kind of movie studio, film studio, or from what I recall, I think they were an animation studio. Yeah. So When you were saying that, I thought that was like the director. I thought there's just some like <laughs> some, uh, some Eastern some director. Some like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rankin Pass, I thought he was like maybe from Yugoslavia or something. You know, I, I didn't. Okay. All right. I got it. Well, as it was coming out of my mouth to me, it felt more like it was like some kind of syndrome or something. I'm sorry, ma'am. You have a case of Rankin Bass um, and it is fatal. And well, they this, did a... is this animated or is this like claymation? This well, is claymation, well, right? Stop motion. Yeah, right? stop I want to say. Okay. So there are different types of animation, of course. <laughs> we don't know anything about this movie, is what the... I know. This is this is already embarrassing, is it? We're going in here <laughs> clueless now. Okay, so uh, as I was saying, Regan Bass produced uh, a bunch of feature films using um, what I believe is stop motion animation, right? Where it's like clay characters and they like pose them and they do they have to do each one anyway. I'm not going to go into yeah. stop yeah. motion, but these were very popular for their time. I believe they came out. In the sixties, going into the I was 70s? yeah, I would think fifties or sixties. I don't think the seventies. I I definitely grew up watching all these. I yeah. they were these were what was you know Dana, but back in the day before cable, <laughs> we as old people only had three channels, and like <laughs> you had to wait to watch this stupid movie one one time yes. a year. It would be on, and if you you know you every week I'd get the TV dial and I would plot out my week. And I'm like, okay, oh, Rudolph is on this Saturday at, at 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. We're we're gonna watch that, Mom. I, oh, yeah. I gotta watch that. Yeah. They they would air on one of the three major networks. I think it was a. Uh, I think they were mostly on ABC. Yeah, I don't remember. Could be wrong. Who knows? But there were a few of them from from what I can recall. Of course, we're doing Rudolph, which is probably one of the more popular, if not the, the most popular one. Yeah. But there was also one. The name escapes me. Where it's basically the story of how Santa Claus became Santa Claus, and I think yeah. that's the one uh, Dana was was mentioning about the characters such as the heat miser and the the cold oh. guy. And I think that yeah. was part. See, the, all these. Okay, this is where I'm going with this audience. <laughs> all of these films basically coalesced in my mind to one film. So exactly. So as you're saying, Island, the Misfits, Toys, and and all this stuff, I'm I, like, I'm thinking it's from this movie. film, but it could be a different film. We, I could be watching <laughs> a film I've never seen. Well, I'm sure I've seen them all, but I, I definitely could be combining many films together. Dana, like help the us year out of, here, please. I know this is pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> so the year with no Santa was 
was one that also had Rudolph. Um, and I think that may be the one where we deal with the heat miser and the snow miser. Mm. But we had like, I mean, there was Jack Frost. Um, like you said, yes. there was the the origin story of uh, Chris Kringle, I think, is what that one was called. I mean, they had was Frosty so many, the Snowman but... one of them too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, these all just these yeah. are all just one uh-huh. big movie to me. I I really <laughs> <laughs> I really don't recall what movie was well, which. We're all childrenless uh, individuals. None of us have kids, so we. There's no reason for us to have watched these movies in the last, you know, 40 years. That would explain it, yes. But Dana, what was your first exposure to these films? I mean, of course, it was I'm I'm sure yeah. it was through syndication and network TV as we were children, but in the early 2000s. Watching, I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. That's what <laughs> I was going to no. ask. Like I didn't even no. know they were still showing be 80s by still, right? Yeah, they still show them all the time, but yeah, I mean, if you're going with like, you know, when did I first shit on these? Because that's what I do. I shit on classics. <laughs> um, I mean, I would have been when watching. When did your like, heart turn to stone, Dana? Is what we want to know. I would have been watching like Ninja Dana? Turtles and you know all these amazing cartoons, and then like, <laughs> what? This is what you guys called entertainment? Oh, uh, you know, I, I just remember it. it uh, definitely those those young formative years. So like, you know, you're talking about like. Uh, you know, first grade, second grade, third grade, where you're really into Santa and all that type of stuff. So, I mean, like for me, it definitely would have been sometime uh, early 90s, late 80s, like when, you know, I would have been such a young lad. So Mm -hmm. when did the the Hobbit come out from? That was the 70s. That was the 70s. Yeah. So so it clearly had to be before that, because I think the Hobbit was at least animation Mm-hmm. It was these. These were definitely yeah. It was the stop motion. So yeah, I mean, gosh, I I just remember so many. That's the first and last time might might have been that. And then just like you guys, it it comes on like every year, and you see it in the background. So like I yeah, it's it's all the same movie too at this point. I, yeah, I really don't I, I believe Scott was correct. It probably does go all the way back to the fifties. Um, I, again, I have no basis. By the time I was a child, these were you know decades old maybe it's it's one of those things that you just kind of grew up with as an american isn't it it's like they they play them every year mm-hmm. without fail set several times a year i remember they used to play them like several times during the holiday season but i don't recall i mean at some point what happened to this movie studio like why did they stop producing given that that these things have stood the test of time obviously uh, and probably i think they're still it... showing them to this day this mm-hmm. kind of stop animation and claymation takes years to make it. It takes yeah. a long time to make this. It, they probably they couldn't put, push out enough movies. It's a uh, tedious. It's a uh, the funniest. Uh, well, the funniest examples of this is it, do you, if you guys ever watched uh, Parks and Rec. Yes. Uh, there's one episode where uh, yes, uh, the character Ben has a breakdown. He decides he's going to do make a stop motion <laughs> claymation thing of the uh, REM song "Stand." And he worked on it forever. And then when he actually tries to show it to someone, it is literally like three seconds long. Yeah. And he's like, I've been working on this for like, I don't know, like 48 hours or something like that. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, it, it did takes a long time. That's a pretty fair assessment of the process, the process behind stop animation, stop motion animation. I'm sorry. It is like that. I have a friend whose son is an animator and one of his first projects, he did a, a stop motion and hasn't done one since. 
<laughs> and I think yeah. there's something to what you just said. It it's a laborious process, man. It takes a long time just to film a five minute scene is like days upon days upon days of work. So yeah, that that would make sense. But but I'm surprised. I mean, given that, I'm surprised that the output that they had. I mean, we listed at least three different movies. We think um, we did. We think we did. Again, <laughs> it could be wrong. One long movie. It could, yeah, it could all be the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> are, yes, we're talking about one long ass movie. But but I mean, it was it was these were a thing to behold, and I could only imagine when they first came out. They still oh, so think very effective. Yeah, they're yeah, great. I, mean, I they're think so it's well one of those things. If you're below ten or maybe below eight, it's like amazing. Like I, I, I still fondly, but I, you know, they, I, there's a lot of merchandise from this. You know, during the holidays, yes. you always see the abominable snowman uh, in things, or, or the lumberjack, or the or the dentist kid. I, I actually, I think I see that stuff way more than I see Rudolph stuff. You know, it's uh. You know, and I, and it always makes me smile when I see it. the Abominable Snowman to me was like the coolest thing ever. Probably oh, why yeah. I'm obsessed with Bigfoot nowadays is because of this uh, <laughs> stupid uh, claymation thing that I, I saw as a kid. The so, secret, yeah, you know. the secret has been revealed, audience. We we now know the. I'm a truther. I'm a Bigfoot. I'm the one that saw that Bigfoot in Colorado on the train. It was me. <laughs> Scott's origin story. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. I mean, what else do we remember about this film? Because, I mean, I, what else can we say about it? I mean, the plot is pretty self-explanatory. We already... Yeah, is it? I don't think so. I, I think this is a convoluted plot. I have a feeling, like I said, like when I was... What I was remembering is the, the island of misfit toys, which doesn't make sense. And, you yeah, know, the, the elf that wants to be a dentist. And the abominable snowman has, like, a toothache. And it's it's just like where's Rudolph connect with this is my is my thing I I think this thing is is out there I I have a feeling I, this is going to be a weird one I've got a feeling we're talking about a whole different movie man. Uh, <laughs> I really don't, I don't know, know but I, but I think I need some of those gummies you took uh, for this movie I, I think it'll be better well they're in the mail man they're in the mail uh, um, <laughs> I mean you definitely it's it I think you are mixing up part of it but. Oh. That part, I think, once we watch it again, we'll probably see, like, oh, man, that was that interaction was shorter than normal. Oh, I, right. I think the parts <laughs> that I have a harder time remembering was uh, it's just, uh, you know, Rudolph is born, and I'm trying to remember who his dad is, but his dad was, like, basically Joe I don't Jackson think Rudolph's and... mom knows who his dad is. I have a feeling he's a bad Dude, person. no! No, dude! Was totally, uh, <laughs> Joe Jackson was trying to beat him to success until he saw that red nose. That's what That's what I uh, remember. Uh, so let's, hold yeah. on. I need to backtrack a bit because I do not remember, I don't remember where Rudolph was, but I don't remember them going back to the very beginning of Rudolph, did they? Yeah. Holy that's shit. where it starts. It starts with, like, he's born, he's made fun of, his dad's ashamed of him, because as you should be, and oh, then he goes on an adventure to try to at least you know find himself or whatever, and then realize that you know he wants to lead Santa's sleigh or some type of bullshit. How do you end um, up in the North Pole with Santa in the first place? I, I do not. Well, no, he's, that. he's he's from the North Pole. He's part like, of I mean, the, like those reindeer. That's his fun. Yeah. Oh, so, all right, Dana. The way I see it is, if you know, if my kid came out with a red nose. That, that shine and nobody in my family had a red nose that shine i would i would kick the kid out too because yeah i know that my my reindeer wife is sneaking yeah. around <laughs> somebody in, the, in somebody else's family has a red nose that 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 is not a mutant gene there that is uh is, she's been cheated that's why he got kicked out the milkman 
<laughs> Damn that. Yep. Well, update it. The Amazon man. There you go. Uh, yeah. Um, see. Of Santa course. has kind of a red nose if you think about it. Maybe maybe, <laughs> was Santa, maybe Santa is his real father. If you you know if you want to have some theories out there. A little bestiality action. Is this what we're yeah, doing? Yeah, it a could child, be. It makes sense. A child to me. cartoon. So so. <laughs> oh man, we're taking this to a whole new level. Uh, so so okay, you guys have to help me out here. So the root. Mm. So we do meet Santa. Obviously, we meet Santa in this movie. It, I think it, it's so, a fully yeah. formed Santa. It's not. Santa. Yeah. So that was a no, whole no other movie where we see the history yeah. of Santa. He has no Arr. beard. He's like some scrawny <laughs> young kid, and he grows up to be one, Santa. That is that a is a separate one. movie. I'm confident that's a separate movie. So mm. the one we go over what we do know or what we've okay. so far. So this whole okay. Island of Misfit Toys, I do remember that, but it's for it's in this movie, Rudolph. I, I think believe so. so yes, because okay. he's a misfit. That's the whole idea. He's he's yeah. a misfit. And then he finds the elf, like he said, that that wants to do that. He finds all these weird characters, and you know they they pull together to kind of get him back where he needs to be. So that coincides. That measures up. I One think. of you guys mentioned a dentist. Where does this come in? Oh, no, the, that elf is weird. He wants to be a dentist. He doesn't want to be a regular elf. The the little elf that yeah. he meets wa wants to be a dentist. That's in this. He doesn't want to make toys. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to make toys. He wants to. He wants yeah. to be a dentist. Yeah. I'm having hard finding. <laughs> I'm finding. Oh. I'm having a hard time finding the connection between that and. And you Rudolph. thought this was an oh, easy well, plot? No, I. I listen. I don't remember it being disinvolved. I'm super intrigued now, man. I feel like I've missed out on something. I think maybe what it is is, out of all those Rankin Bass films, Rudolph is the one that I probably watched the least. You know, wow, I, it's probably I one I watched about the most. I think. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I guess. A, this a lot of this stuff will be new to me upon watching it, man. Um, anything else we want to go over about Rudolph? What we think is Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? We'll probably go and watch it. It's going to be a whole different title, a whole different <laughs> thing than what we're talking about here. But did you guys have more... like a favorite like cartoon or Christmas thing as a kid? Like something that uh, that you did really enjoy watching? That bestiality? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, not with bestiality involved. You know, okay. yeah, like. Uh, you know, Dana, before your heart turned to stone, was there one of them that you really enjoyed watching? I did look up to the Grinch, and then I became him. <laughs> like, I'm not even mad at the Grinch. The, the Grinch just—it just made sense to me. It's like he just—he just wants people to be quiet. And I think the older I become, the more I realize I gotta. Dana only operates in optimal conditions. Like the temperature has to be right, the sound levels have to be right. So I understand the Grinch. I feel like the Grinch story is. It's not a story about a villain. It's about a normal person. And these yeah. jerks are trying to make him conform. The Grinch yeah. is fine how he normally is. So this, checked, also, yes. this, this checked with your, your review of uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> for the course for Dana so far. Um, <laughs> let me see. I mean, I guess it would be that that whichever of these damn films had the heat miser and the cold guy. That's that was that's like to me my mainstay holiday animated thing. Look at me, I can't even remember the name of the damn film. So, you guys did weren't you went into like the peanuts, uh, the whole Charlie Brown oh, well, Christmas and all that nonsense. To me, that's a given. You know, those peanuts uh, holiday specials are in a class all by themselves. I don't even consider them animation. I, I consider them like. Those are some of the most realistic interpretations of holidays I've ever seen in my life. Man. <laughs> I mean, Thanksgiving, the, the Thanksgiving, great Halloween. Yes. Okay. All of it. All of it, man. It's like if it was, it felt very real to me a lot more than these did. 
So those were, yeah, but of course, those Peanuts uh, holiday specials are, are classics. Bonafide classics. Yeah. Classics. We Not like It's a Wonderful Life. I, I never liked any of those kind of movies. Could never Just sit like... down and watch the whole yeah. film in its entirety. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever have. I've watched it in bits and pieces. And each time it's like, I can't get into this guy. Who was it? Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't yeah. get it. <laughs> How about the the Muppets uh, Christmas Carol? Oh, was it the Muppets Christmas Carol? Well, that one like actually that. is really good. That was really that good, is actually. a good one, right? Yeah, yeah. The Muppets really good. Yeah, pretty much a, a Christmas Carol, but they just you know throw Muppets in front of it. But yeah, it's same thing with Ebenezer Scrooge kind of thing, and yeah, it's a, it's one of those. Now I gotta ask Dana because he's the, he's kind of the shinier and newest of the of this bunch, right? So because I haven't watched any animated holiday specials in a very long time I'm, I'm talking about as far back as probably the 90s so i mean have there been any ones in your childhood that i may not have heard about like showcasing newer properties newer did, you know? did i carly have a great christmas special <laughs> that you really carly. like <laughs> oh, shit. I, that's that's a gen z how dare you i i am a millennial <laughs> i've been told um honestly no i mean I, I think we we may actually relate when it comes to these christmas things because everything else you know every other cartoon everybody had something like mm -hmm. he-man had a christmas thing even though <laughs> it had nothing to do overall about he-man and you know the ninja turtles all had like a christmas episode or whatever but no i mean i really can't think of anything that's like classic cartoon wise i i really can't um i mean it, it, the classics have truly dominated I feel like my whole entire childhood. So if there is something yeah. newer than these, I'd be really surprised. They, they, just, they just don't stick. Yeah, so. I think this is something that parents keep handing down from generation to generation because they remember these movies fondly and then the next generation remembers it. And then that, yeah, I think, I think these are ones that are passed down from generation to generation. I still see these films sold on DVDs like in supermarkets. Oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, by the way, when you guys look for this, I think we have to buy it. I, I want to say it's $8. You have to buy it for it. What? And they, they won't even let serious? you rent it. You have to buy it. It's a, But I, when I looked last week at this movie, you had to buy it. It wouldn't let you rent it. Are now, you maybe now that we're after Thanksgiving, maybe it'll it'll pop up on something. But it was uh, only for sale for $7.99. That seems very obscene to me, considering we've seen it all our lives for free. On yeah right television, yeah but exactly. hey, like, I, I for abc it, yeah, yeah i guess streaming it is man wow never That's thought i'd have to pay for rankin bass yeah rankin bass's family this is how they make money now you know ba ba they're back in the former yugoslavia this is how they get they get a little uh, money around the holidays every year they get make, make us buy it I can't wait to find the facts about this 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 studio and these films because it's gonna be so like Compared to what we remember, it's going to be very lackluster, I'm sure. Wow, I don't know. What else can we say about Rankin uh, Bass? I think that's it. Rudolph the Red I, I, I don't I, know what else I'm ready to watch this. I, I think we need to get in the holiday spirit for the second half of this episode, because uh, <laughs> this, uh, this is supposed to be our, our fun holiday uh, month. It's supposed to be, but yeah. I think we're overstuffed with Thanksgiving treats, mm -hmm. um, food. I think we're all on slow-mo right now. Whatever chemical it is that's in these turkeys... Is definitely taking effect. That and along with some gummies. So <laughs> <laughs> it took its toll on me. Oh, man. Dana, did you want to add anything else about this film? It is your pick. Um, well, no, no. I, I was talking about Christmas. And uh, I, I, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I was talking to a friend today of like, when do they put up their Christmas tree? 
and they're just like, oh, we're starting now that the Thanksgiving's over, which I think is reasonable. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I see that you have like kind of maybe like a Christmas tree in your background there. Um, and, I live with just, a... We just pulled it out of the closet. I'm sorry to interrupt. We just pulled it out of the closet and it hasn't decorated no. yet. Job well done. Um, oh, yeah. That I needs live... to be lit up behind you every episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, uh, yeah. I have this creature named Tim I live with. Ours <laughs> has been up since like September. Yeah, so really? when people wow, start telling... to get in early. Oh, it's not a game. <laughs> like, like the other holidays don't even exist. So this was up like before Halloween. This was up clearly all through November. So, Holy so yeah, shit. I've been to the holiday spirit because I don't have a wow. choice. <laughs> Enjoy, Dana. Enjoy. Wow, she starts even before Halloween. That's something. But hey, man, some people get into the holiday spirit, man. And my, I have a sister, actually the one that we went to visit during Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving dinner. And she goes all out with the tree. I mean, she does the most beautiful displays, but some people just get into it, man. Uh, me? No, not so much. <laughs> but all right, then shit. Let's move on yeah. into watching let's Rudolph wa the Red-Nosed Reindeer. At least we think that's the name of the movie. I know there's a Rudolph in there somewhere. So we'll just <laughs> call it Rudolph for now. Thank you for joining us. Please follow, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. But with that, uh, we'll bid a fond adieu. Happy Thanksgiving, even though it'll be late to you listeners by the time you hear this. I will be well into the holiday season. Please join us for part two to our, I think it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer <laughs> episode. And say bye, guys. Ho, ho, Hi, ho. Guys. <laughs> Sit tight. We'll be right back with How Good Was It? Do you have memories about this week's film that you'd like to share with us? Hit us up at How Good Was It Pod for X, formerly known as Twitter, at HGWI Pod. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel where you'll find video promos for each and every episode. Welcome back to How Good Was It and to the second half of our Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer episode. As you may have heard in our first half, we have officially kicked off our Christmas holiday movie extravaganza. I haven't come up with a name for it. Any of you guys have a name for what we're doing this this <laughs> December with all the Christmas uh, movies? No, we probably should have thought of that ahead of time. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Well, well, by the end of the episode, I, I say we come up with something. Okay, I, I have faith. Hello, Scott. What is up, man? Hey, welcome back, Jim. And hello, Dana. Welcome back. Hola, papacito. Good day. <laughs> I love it because now Dana knows that he's required to answer me in Spanish. <laughs> I love it. Um, one job. I got one job. <laughs> welcome back, guys, and welcome back, listeners. It was interesting. I, I just made the realization I was watching Rudolph today. I got to watch it today earlier with my wife. And she was like, really? This is what you guys are doing? <laughs> and and it was funny to me in that we I, I realized we hadn't done anything animation-wise. I don't think we've ever covered an no. animated movie in yeah. our in our year or so of podcasting. And so it was interesting to finally get to the point where we're doing an animated feature. And of course, it ties right in with our Christmas thing going on this month. But nonetheless, this is the first time we've actually covered an animated movie. And I'm so, not even sure this is a movie. I think this is a television special. This may be, uh, this is was not the first time we've definitely covered something that wasn't released in theaters. 
So, uh, but yeah, we, we may have broke our, our, our format because this is not quite uh, what we do. It, does that mean this episode is not going to count? We're gonna <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a, the lost episode. <laughs> I don't know how you guys managed to watch this film. Um, uh, of course, I looked it up on YouTube. I hope you guys didn't pay for this. I, I paid $7.99 for it. God bless you. But Scott. I own it forever now. So I can I can watch this over and over again. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so of course I found it on YouTube for free. And Maybe I uh, well, I, I pay for YouTube, so technically it's not free. A very old grainy version. It was like it came straight out of the 50s or 60s uh, or whenever this film did. 1964. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and what's Crazy. interesting is yes, you're right. It, it this wasn't a film or a movie that was released in theaters. And the biggest indication of that while I was watching it was that they would you could op, you could see obviously where the segment would end and they would go into a commercial, except there were no mm-hmm. commercials. So, you know, I've watched this enough times in my life that I do expect the commercials. So when it would jump to another scene and be like, wait a minute, where where's like where like all the Christmas toy commercials and all that? But no. They treated it like a movie. It was really weird watching it. But where did you guys watch this film? I, I totally did YouTube. I, I was determined not to spend $7.99 on our <laughs> free movie that we yeah. see every year for free. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a Same little thing. weird asking, seeing the mask for money this season. I'm like, I've watched this hundreds of times in my life and I've never once mm-hmm. paid for it as far as I remember. But, you I, know. Not only did I uh, pay for it on... Um on apple and and own it i also got the book of it too uh, wow added to my collection you know so i can uh yeah this is my notes for today as (laughs) always scott goes above and freaking beyond man he's gonna take that extra step and for you viewers who cannot see this yes he did hold up his he held it up proudly his rudolph the red-nosed reindeer book where did you get that man at target it was 5.99 so it was cheaper than the movie uh i get the only way i could convince mary to let me buy it was i told her i'd give it to uh, her niece who's four who is the appropriate age for it so yeah i'm gonna give it to her after (laughs) after i use it as a prop for this podcast lovely hey listen it's the gift that keeps on giving uh let's let's jump in let's jump into rudolph the red-nosed reindeer man we we kind of covered in the first half of this episode, we think that it was a, a company or a film studio or whatever you want to call it, uh, Rankin Bass, right? Yes, it was and, not a person. You're right. It is a studio. Uh, okay. So I was gonna, that was my next question because I didn't follow up on that research. I did. And I hope you I did. did I did research. I did yeah. So Rankin Bass was the stop motion studio. Uh, they were one of the first studios to farm out all their work to Japan. Uh, and uh, not this movie, but not too long after they started sending it all over to Japan. They uh, were eventually, as this you know, kind of faded away, bought by Disney in 1988. Uh, everybody who worked on this uh, film, including Rakin and Bass, have all passed away. So there was oh. nobody left alive who had uh, pretty much anything to do with this film. So, yeah. Oh, wow. You said this debuted when? 64? 64, yeah. I think this is cursed like Poltergeist. I think they were all (laughs) murdered or uh, (laughs) died horrible deaths. (laughs) Something something like that. The Rudolph curse. The Rudolph curse, yeah. So the only name that I remembered, and, uh, you know, as when watching this this movie, as the credits rolled, I'm looking and I'm like, I don't recognize any of these names. But the only name that I did recognize was, of course, Burl Ives. 
Yes, right? and that's yeah, he's At, top billing and yeah, he the snowman. Uh well, he, he also sang the, the songs. Okay. But he was he was brought on at the last second. He wasn't even supposed to do that role. Really? And they literally they the guy who did the voice for for one of the other characters, I think maybe for Santa, was gonna be the voice. He had already recorded all those songs and also all the the snowman talk. And someone's like, "No, nah, let's let's use uh, Burl Eyes instead." So uh, he came in and recorded all his parts after that. It's a good thing for them that he did. I mean, he does have a very recognizable voice. Yeah. Um. I grew up with that voice. I never really thought about who it was as a kid but yeah it's so distinctive and you can't imagine the character of of a uh, well is that was that actually frosty the snowman or he's just a, a no snowman? no it's a different name sam yeah. the snowman that's what sam threw me snowman. off i was yeah. just like yeah. i was like who the fuck is sam the snowman <laughs> yeah <laughs> just call him narrator call yeah. him whatever but sam yeah. the snowman yeah that, that threw me off frosty's frosty's lazy ass cousin <laughs> um because because he didn't do much beyond this movie from what i remember yeah i mean let's jump in unless you guys want to go over some more facts and figures no i mean i i'm sure no i think that was all my facts and figures never mind let's go to the bill <laughs> scott, scott scott knows everything just ended uh wait listen it's it, we're coming <laughs> I was, I was uh, for you the listener you're a week ahead of us as we record yeah, this uh... but you know, we're just coming out of our Thanksgiving holiday, right? Oh, it's like a Sunday all the night. Black Friday shopping we've been doing. You yes. know, we've 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 been getting ready for the holidays. We probably each gained about ten pounds. Yes. Still, I don't know what they put in that turkey juice, but it's putting me to sleep for sure. So it's like, please forgive us if we're a little bit. I'm not gonna go as far as say underwhelmed. We're just respite and tummy's full mode. So bear I, with us. I'm sure the Grinch, uh, Dana, will uh, will will crap all over this movie. So you know, it, it'll 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 make us uh, it'll it, it, it'll it'll lift our our energy up a little bit when he does that. Now, Dana, this was your choice, right? This uh, this was my my beautiful choice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. This was an interesting choice. No, no. I mean, let's let's dive in because, uh, you know, uh, let's dive in. This, this film. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. perfectly encapsulates the time that it came from. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of things in this film that we probably can't get away with now. Um, oh, <laughs> um, but but let's go. Let's let's go in, man. We'll start with the plot. So it starts out with a is it does it start out with Sam the Snowman? He, yeah, he, yeah, he started Sam the Snowman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's telling the story. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's gonna tell you the story of Rudolph. I think then it goes right into Rudolph being born, right? I mean, I, yes. I think he he tells some bullshit at the beginning, but I, I don't I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I wasn't really paying that close attention to Sam, but uh, he went, we went we went through through a Christmas tree forest, and oh, he was yes. just talking about all the things. You know what? Okay, I I know where we're all going to get at. Like, what we know is that racism and ostracism, like it's all taught. And apparently it was all taught by this movie. That's what we're going to I mean, you know, we'll, we'll fast forward, but yes. <laughs> old, Sam, old Sam leads us towards our first bit of just somebody's different and we should pick on them. It's the yes. birth of Rudolph. That's yes. where we start with. Oh, oh man. man. Actually... We don't even see Santa yet, right? Like we just we just no. start up literally with 
Donner and the wife of Donner, right? I yes, think that's yeah. What it is. In the in their bullshit cave, because for, yeah, for whatever that's... reason Santa can't yeah. spring for actual real know. housing. For kind of seemed like the manger to me. Kind of seemed like it was a uh, 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 Jesus and uh, Mary and Joseph uh, scene to me there. It I, think, well I, think, I think I think Rudolph is really represents Jesus Christ. I, I think <laughs> I think I think I'm putting this film together now. The, it puts a nice little twist to this movie, actually. Because um, Donna so, for sure is not the father. We we know this, right? Oh man! <laughs> it, and, and, <laughs> listen, when he looked at that kid after he was when he saw that nose light up, he was like, "Nah, nah, bitch, nah." <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna have to conveniently, to uh, Santa sh- shows up right after with his red ass nose. Mm-hmm. You know, acting all like like he didn't doesn't know. Come on, that, that's Santa's kid. Well, hi there. Aren't you the sturdy little fellow? Ho, 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 ho. Santa. <laughs> and smart, too. Great bouncing iceberg. Now, I'm sure it'll stop as soon as he grows up, Santa. Well, let's hope so if he wants to make the sleigh team someday. I think we're, we're right on target where we, uh, we get Donner, and Donner, if you're going to correlate him to Joseph, at least I feel like Joseph was like gave Mary a chance of just like, oh, maybe you're a virgin. <laughs> but straight up daughter was on some like, oh, yeah, we got to cover that shit up. Something's wrong. Yeah. Like, Fuck <laughs> yeah, you. daughter was a dick right, like, right away. I mean, he's just like, oh, oh no man. way. We ain't having this. I'm like from the start. He didn't even question it. He was like, we got to cover this up. We can't let this fly. We can't let anybody see this kid's crazy nose. I was like, damn, not even, not an ounce of love from the get, not an ounce of love for Rudolph, man. I was like, and then Santa has the nerve to pop up and, and he pops up for that purpose. Like, let me see what you guys put out because Santa apparently has everybody on this. Well, I'm not going to call it. What is it? It's, it's not an Island. It's the fucking North pole. North but, pole but, and he, he lives in a castle in the North yes. pole of Santa. And uh, but yeah, he's, I think he's a cult leader. He's kind of like, leader, right? that's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. It's like on some cult shit. Like he actually come to their cave again. Mm-hmm. They live in a fucking cave. And, uh, He's like, let's see what you got. Like, like, yeah. let's see. Like, like, it wasn't even congratulations. Yeah, for it was sure, like, I'm this so is happy. Santa's kid. This is 100% Santa's kid. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, this there's just so many messages. Like Santa and his one percenter ass living in the castle. Mm-hmm. The blue collar reindeer living in caves that barely can afford to live. But I think before that, this may be the soonest we've ever done this in this series. So where does Donner rate as far as fathers? Um, oh. I mean, I, I think I, do we uh, do we already need to go there? Like I, I mean, I I'm he not is sure better than Stallone. He actually did oh, try to find okay. the kid. No, he okay. he laughed and tried to find the kid for like I don't know, like a long ass time. So I'll give him that. But Candyman is definitely better, and I'll say oh, that. Um, I I think Lawrence Fishburne's better as well. So I I I think. Uh, I think he's just ahead of Stallone, and, he, and Shatner is worse than him. Shatner, he is better father, better father than Shatner. I, I'm starting to think Shatner may be worse than Stallone. It's, it's very close uh, no, between, no, between no, those two. Uh, just just to, <laughs> for the, to fill the audience in for any possible new listeners, we have a gauge here at how good was it. And uh, mm-hmm. one of our earliest episodes, we covered the movie. Uh, geez, I even put that movie out of my head. I forgot. <laughs> Over the, the top. Thank you. Over the top, which was a Joe A.P. pick. And Joe loves this movie. And upon watching it, we we realized that uh, Sylvester Stallone's character, Hawk, 
in this movie is probably the worst film father in existence in the history yeah. of film. And I think, you know, as the list grows, I in my eyes, he still hasn't been. Yeah, no, Donner. I'd rather have Donner as my dad than than Ock for sure. I'd still rather have Donner. Uh, Donner has a job. He works for Santa. Yeah, he's the wife looked happy. (laughs) Not a deadbeat. (laughs) Yeah, he uh, he's with he's with his wife still, unlike Stallone. Yeah, and that. Yeah, no, I I think for sure you know Donner's better. Yeah, and no doubt I'd rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a little racism doesn't hurt anybody. Anybody from the (laughs) sixties, I always expect them to be a little bit racist or ostracize somebody. I mean, that's. Uh, come on, I mean, this is America. I mean, and of course, you know, Stallone is probably racist too. He's a white truck driver <laughs> in the 80s. So most likely he's just as racist as Donner. So it's fine. Oh, um, okay. Wow. Like, that's we, settled. Dana, you are right. That's probably the soonest we had to whip out the, the yeah. shittiest father it, list. And it, but this it was just it so applies. blatant. Yes, yeah, it applies. Yeah. Donner was really on some, hey, I know you're born and all, but yeah, let's cover that shit up. Don't be yourself. <laughs> be anybody but dirt. you. Here's some dirt. Here's some dirt, kid. I was put this on nose. And by the way, what is that sound that that Rudolph's nose makes? Is it a flute? I don't know. It's annoying. It was it was very annoying. And I'll be honest with you. Even when I used to watch this as a kid, I found that annoying. And always questioned why did they need a sound effect for a nose Mm -hmm. that lights up? It was not exactly what Mary said too. She's like, I. I, I hate, I don't mind this movie. I hate the sound that Nose made. And I, I didn't even knew what she was talking about until it made it for the first time. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, it was pretty annoying. Um, I don't know who the sound effect guy was, but I'm sure I hope he got fired right after this film. <laughs> but yeah, so so we we meet uh, Rudolph's parents in their home yes. or cave or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Santa pops by to check out what, you know, what the latest offspring is what like. What his kid if looks it, like, yeah. If it's going to meet his expectations. Because mm-hmm. um, everybody, you know, in the cult has to work yep. for Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they're basically, you know, everyone's in agreement. We got to hide that nose. You can't, we can't let that fly. So the did Santa, see, did Santa see the nose at this point? Yeah. He, well, oh, he I did see it, Red. Yeah, yeah uh, Santa's a dick. Santa's, Santa's, a dick too at the Santa's down with them hiding the nose. Yeah. Like, he, okay, like yeah. he literally starts off where he's, you know, it's like, oh, like, you got to do something about that. I was like, fuck, Santa, really? Like, <laughs> he, he literally made a statement before walking out of the cave. He literally made a statement to the parents of, of Rudolph. If he's going to, you know, be down in my crew and be part of my sled team or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you can't. Have I, I think Santa people. was going to put him down. He's going he's gonna to take exactly. the rifle out. That was kind of the insinuation from what yeah. I got. You know, it was yeah. like either you know, in the crew or you're a venison. We'll, we'll yeah. be eating you later. But you know, even before that, uh, Donner, who's Rudolph, is it Donner who's Rudolph? Yes, yeah, you know, Donner. Um, yeah, even that. You know, Donner was the the first dick in the movie, as they know from the start. He's telling his wife now. It's like I don't know where you got this kid from, but they say my kid, and we can't let the world see this this incredible nose he has. Um, so once we're out of that scene, didn't Santa believe... sing in that scene too? Was there was there a thing? Because I, I put in my notes, he he had, he sang a song, and one of the lines was, "I'm the king of jingling," which is just a great line, Santa. You that's know, a, that's I, a hot I, bar. You're right. That is a yeah. top sixteen. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I think he sings because we get a snippet of Santa right before we go to the cave, 
Because remember, Mrs. Claus is trying to fatten him up. Oh, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So I think we get that snippet first, and then we go to the cave because uh, Sam's like, oh, who lives in the North Pole? Santa lives gotcha. in the North Pole. Mm. Which, obviously, it should be like, who lives in the North Pole? Nazi Santa lives in the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. apparently, Mrs. Claus' mission in this movie is to get, put Santa in a food coma. Yeah, I mean, she's just constantly feeding, and and he and he gets thinner and thinner throughout the whole movie for some reason. So there's something wrong with Santa. He's basically all head and beard and a pair of suspenders. <laughs> I think he gets um, fat at the very end, like right right before he leaves. All of a sudden, he's fat. Well, well, that's convenient, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think we follow this scene with uh, basically uh, the reindeer tryouts, right? Yeah, the reindeer games. They, yes, the reindeer games where there's <laughs> they introduce this reindeer who's like like a head coach. Yes, right? he, so, with so, a hat and a whistle. And a hat and a whistle, <laughs> and he's rounding them up. Now, now, before this, though, right before this, Rudolph does manage to make a friend. You know, he has his nose covered. I don't know what they mm. used to cover it. But this, this whatever covering, I guess it has quite a grip on his nose. I think it was poop. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Well, it made him talk funny. It made him talk whatever. <laughs> yes. And I guess this was a turn on for, for this young little Clarice. Clarice. Clarice, yeah. She came out of nowhere. She was like, who is this fine hunk of weirdo nose in front of me, man? She just, she she had game. She just came up yeah, to him. She was just like, it. you're my man. Done. Yeah. <laughs> like, like she chose him. She was like, no, I got you on lock. And um, so it puts, you know, Rudolph is very happy. You know, he's yeah. like, he met a girl. He made a friend or what he thought was going to be his friend. Uh, the nose is discovered, right? I, I don't recall yeah. how, but that thing fell off. Uh, he gets too excited. So uh, yeah, yeah. Clear, after Clarice tells him that she likes him and he's cute, he uh, starts flying and everyone's all happy because he's flying and he gets excited, excited. And all of a sudden, then his nose starts uh, uh, busting out, making that stupid noise. And then next thing you know, it's out. Yes. Yeah. Now, in this Santa cult, I suppose Clarice is probably his sire also. So, you know, oh, they, wow. they could be, yeah, this could be some inbreeding action between them as well. So I, I don't know. Well, from what Beast we saw. the inbreeding. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't see too many inhabitants of this uh, Santa kingdom. Didn't seem to be a big population. So, I mean. Yeah. Eh, who knows? I mean, well, we know what there. the population is. The population is, uh, instead of fat shaming, just body shaming body shaming santa yeah <laughs> ostracizing like i mean we yeah. know what this cult is made of just yeah and just if you most... don't if you don't make the sleigh team you most likely get slaughtered so that's why you don't see a lot of them there you know mm. yeah the ones the ones that didn't make only rodolph made the cut you know I, I think at the end of the movie i don't remember seeing any of those other deer you know the, in the reindeer game around anywhere so you know yeah someone hi hi hey Clarice, hey, uh, after breakfast, would you, would you? Rudolph, you get back here. It's your turn, you know. Gee, I gotta go back. Would you want to go with me? Uh-huh. Rudolph, I think you're cute. I'm cute. I'm cute. Yeah, so, so right away, you know, all the other kids, everybody else, it, the coach included everyone who sees Rudolph's nose for the first time gives him shit 
and starts making the coach basically walks up to him and says, yo, you're out. Yeah. You're out. You do you do nothing. You're nothing here. You're out. You're yeah. like, like like the coach. This is an adult. Yeah. <laughs> this is an adult <laughs> who's supposed to be the one to come and say, hey kid, stop that. You know, yeah. you know, we can't. He's one they of us. Beat a no. freak. Yeah. He was like, "You're out. You're the." Uh, he he like boy. freaked out. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Yeah. First time he saw the nose, like he like lost it. He got more offended than uh, Donner. And I think <laughs> he's one of the. What, is he Dasher? He's one of the like the the famous reindeer. I I forgot what what name he was. He was one of them though. Well, he's he's. I think he reindeer. may be da, da, Dasher or Prancer. He, he's, he's one of them. They got issues, man. They, yeah, they got issues. But um, yeah. So so he gets he gets kicked out. He gets basically yeah. kicked out of the crew. You know what? Um, I think we forgot. I think I think we are already introduced to Hermie before this too, because Hermie is the elf. Yes, Hermie yes, was making right. was was studying his dentistry book while all the other elves were making um, making toys, Hermie, and he gets yelled at. By- Aren't you finished painting that yet? There's a pile up a mile wide behind you. What's eating you, boy? Not happy in my work, I guess. What? I just don't like to make toys. No, well, if that's all... What? You don't like to make toys? No. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. 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 Toys? Do you mind telling me what you do want to do? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a... A dentist. A dentist? Now, now I don't know if uh, any of you guys or you out there, the listeners, are... Uh, uh, maybe some of you younger ones might not be aware, right? So this scene was the inspiration for a very famous SNL skit with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> and, yes. and Scott's nodding his head. Mm-hmm. And in this SNL skit, and Dana's looking very confused. So yeah, I'm glad I said like the young ones because the young ones are always. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so so for Dana and for you, all you guys out there or all you peeps out there, um, there was an SNL skit with uh, Alec Baldwin as the host. And <laughs> Alec Baldwin plays uh the the head of the toy makers, right? Of the elves mm-hmm. or whatever. And they ba- basically did a mix of of this scene from Rudolph the Road Nose Reindeer with a scene from Glen Gary Glen Rock. Correct. Yeah. And oh, it's shit, one of like my... the, the musical. Okay. Oh god. Oh, no, 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 no. The no, all no, man no. production. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, the movie though. Yeah, um, yeah. Where, where, and you could look it up because it's probably the most famous scene in. Well, the closers movie. get coffee, that yeah. that kind of stuff. But he changes. I forgot what what he what, how he changes the line. It's yeah, but it's it, it's good. It's um, that's that sketch ruined this movie for me because that's all I could see during this scene is Alec Baldwin reaming the shit out of these uh elves yeah. and and whatever. But that's besides the point. But that that is where we meet. What's his name? What's the name? Hermie. 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 Yeah. So Hermie's yeah. a young elf. Um, he's the only blonde one. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know. Yes. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only. He's only and he doesn't have just solid black eyes. He actually has, uh, set eyes. You know, with the with the white behind it. You know, yeah. That's makes him different. So they made him. They went out of their way to make sure he looks different from all the other elves. Mm-hmm. And his dream, his passion, is to become a dentist. But like everything else in this Santa cult, no, they're not having it. You do what Santa tells you. You're either an elf that makes toys or you're 
a reindeer that that helps Santa out on Christmas night delivering presents. It's like there, there's no leeway for anyone else here. If you want to do something else, you're fucked. Um, so he gets fired. <laughs> this this yeah. elf actually gets fired. And his last line before we go to the next, and he goes, he goes, he's basically like, "Fuck you, I quit." Yeah. <laughs> it was like which I loved. But um, I'm yeah, out, we did skip that. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what he, I'm out, bitch. If I can't be a dentist for you, I'll be a dentist somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, we we did skip that scene. So yeah, because Rudolph after the reindeer games uh, runs into him. He's like walking through the snow, yeah. just taken off in the forest by himself, and comes upon a snowdrift. Sits down, and some reason Hermes underneath the snow there, just like hanging out. Uh, I don't know. Avalanche took him out, and uh, yeah, he got discovered by Rudolph, but. Yeah, now they become friends. They both yeah. bond over the fact that they're both rejects. Yes, and so they just wander no- the North Pole. They, yes. they they leave. They're they're good to go. <laughs> they're out. Um, is that like the, the first Rudolph song? Is that when was there a song that were they like singing? I can't probably. remember. That was a lot of songs. Probably, in probably mm-hmm. yeah, it's like maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I think I, I, I think uh-huh. it was tripping me out because I was just like. So we're singing about songs about being fucking losers. Like what? Like it was something to that effect. Of like there's a lot of like songs losers. that are like three lines. Like there's like nothing to it, and then it's then it's over. You know, which is good. I I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of songs that are there for no reason. Well, lest we forget, this was a film made for TV so and children. Yeah, and for children, so they they couldn't break out into like you know yeah a, a song with like more than a verse or two. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the trivia verse. for this as well: the song "Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer" was written in 1939, so oh. way way before this, and was yeah. a hit in the late 40s. So it, they, this was basically just based off of the song. So the oh, song yeah, had been out for a long time. I never knew that. I didn't. I never even knew Rudolph. You know, the character existed before this. Well, he was made, it was made by Montgomery Wards in 1939. You know, just like um, the Sears, I think, made up Santa, right? The the modern Santa that we know. You know, they, they're the first ones to, to do it. And just like that, Montgomery Wards, same thing, big deal. They made up Rudolph, you know, probably just to put in the window outside. Uh, and yeah, and then somebody had a great idea to make a song about it. And then 20 years later, make a movie about it. So, yeah. Well, Scott has redeemed himself. He does. Yes, back to Scott knows everything. <laughs> and never doubt that, listener. Never doubt that. Um, well, but back to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So uh, they're they're basically out in the frozen tundra all by themselves, yes. uh, Rudolph and Hermie. And this is their first encounter with the abominable snowman. So they, they call the abominable the snow distance. monster. I had called it yes, the snowman yes, the whole first half, but it's an abominable snow monster. <clears throat> and for some reason, the they're about to run into uh what's this guy's name yukon uh yeah, cornelius yes yeah. yeah yukon cornelius who calls him the bumble monster i don't know where he gets bumble from but he says bumble monster all the time he could have said anything he was obviously on something this character throughout <laughs> this whole movie uh, he had his own outlook on this frozen yes. tundra where he was out he's out there supposedly yes. looking for gold for or silver gold. even sang yes. a song about it Yes. But I actually yes. found him to be the most entertaining character. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
Hundred you know, percent. He had no logic to him. He was no. like, he just came out of nowhere. His dog. I love his dogs. His the dogs little tiny like, dogs. Little are tiny right. dogs. He's whipping them, trying yep, to get yep. them to to mush, and they're not having it. And they wait for him. He's like, well, here, I'll show you how. And they just mm. climb on the sled and have him doing the work they're yep. supposed to. So I, I found that quite entertaining. But he runs into and meets uh, Rudolph and Hermie. And basically drafts them. He didn't give them a choice. He pulled them yeah. out of the snow and he was like, you're coming with me. <laughs> they literally, there was a scene where it was like, what are we going to do now? Well, you're coming with me. Yeah. Um, you so are that... Cornelius, the greatest prospector in the north. And I think what next is when the abominable snow monster finds them and yes. starts chasing them. Mm -hmm. And then they end up getting uh, to the water's edge. And uh, good old Yukon decides to break it off into a little iceberg and float away so they don't yes. get uh, get eight. Yes, and we watched the abominable snow monster or snow or whatever. Snow monster, yep. And, yeah. uh, you know, apparently he can't swim. Yeah, he sinks <laughs> so right to the bottom. He sinks right there and he pops back up and he's like, all right, I'll get you later. And these... These characters, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These characters drift away till they reach some kind of shore, another frozen part of the world. Uh, couldn't have been too far, obviously. But uh they happen upon the land of what misfit toys, right? Yes, yes. yeah, island of misfit toys. Yeah. Island, thank you. The island of misfit toys. The first character they meet is that Jack in a Box character. But his yeah, name is Charlie in the Box. Charlie. Yes. Yeah. Charlie. And that's the only thing that's wrong with him. He's, he has a wrong name. Yeah, he's so the jack in the box, but he, but his his name's Charlie. So that's why he's a misfit. So so he meets they they meet a couple of these toys, right? They meet a, a yes. doll, a girl's doll. A bird that doesn't they, fly. A bird that doesn't uh, fly. An uh, elephant. Yeah. So it, each it, each of these yeah. toys supposedly has something wrong with them that made them misfits that made them <laughs> that Santa sent them away yeah but for the life of me and maybe you guys could solve this mystery what was wrong with the doll she looked fine I was gonna ask you guys that oh <laughs> what made her a misfit I mean she was singing about the whole shit and everything yeah and I was like bitch you look fine you look uh, like a doll like there's nothing wrong with you I mean, the, there was. Let a... me go back. Let me go back to my research. I'll take the book out. <laughs> I'll read. Maybe, uh, maybe she's like a Betsy Wetsy, but like she's like incontinent or something. Uh, maybe she's incontinent and just. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe she's diarrhea Diana instead of uh, oh, Betsy um, Wetsy. You put a whole. Yeah, no, I, I I was laughing because I was just like, well, you have the elephant that's poking at it, which I was like. You know what's gonna sell better than a plain looking elephant? An elephant with fucking polka dots. Like I feel like that's I'd rather have that versus you know I, you know I don't know I just the, the train with with wheels the square it's like okay well that's just that's just manufacturing I think we could figure this out like it was really <laughs> like so you know I was like wow we're just we just give it up that's just what we do like somebody was just lazy on the job for those wheels that's all that was I, I don't. You know, uh, so here ship, in the book, it lists a yeah. lot of them. It doesn't list her. She there's a picture of her, but not listed. Uh, we have an elephant with polka dots, a choo-choo yep. train with square wheels, yes. a water pisser that that shot jelly, which which bird, I like, thought would blood. be awesome. Yeah, yeah, look like look like blood by the way. And I was just like, don't you want people to have blood on their shirt after getting shot? Realistic toy. <laughs> I know. I yeah. Mean. Right. A bird that swam, a cowboy riding an ostrich, and a boat that couldn't float. So yeah, she yeah. doesn't even get a write-up in the book. 
Because <laughs> there was this nothing wrong with her. Exactly. Oh, this, who this goes guy. there? Us, of course. Who'd you think? Oh, well, then that's okay. Okay. Who, may I ask, are you? We're Rudolph and Hermie and Yukon Cornelius, sir. Who are you? I'm the official sentry of the Island of Misfit Toys. A jack-in-the-box for a sentry? Yes, my name is... Don't tell me. Jack. No, Charlie. That's why I'm a misfit toy. My name is all wrong. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Where's here? So they meet all these misfit toys and they actually ask if they could just stay there. Like, like, yo, can we lounge here? Can we chill with you guys? And they said, well, you're going to have to meet the head honcho who's a, this lion with wings. Yeah. Straight and up steal that stuff from Narnia. Yeah, nah, I don't sure. think so. Yeah, he's, he's just, a, just a lion a hanging badass. out. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't know what the correlation is between a lion with wings and misfit toys, but hey, you know, Rankin Bass. Yeah, so, he says that uh, no living things, no no humans or living things can be there. But he goes, oh. but what you can do is tell Santa that I got a whole bunch of fucking toys here. <laughs> you I don't know what to up? do with them. So he needs mm -hmm. to come and do something with these toys. Yeah. They they at least give them some lounging for the night, right? Yeah. They decide that they're going to leave the next morning. But Rudolph is like, no, my nose is making shit complicated for my newfound friends. So I'm cutting out. And he leaves on his own. Yeah. Into the frozen wasteland. And apparently he must have been there quite a while because we watch Rudolph grow the fuck up. Yeah, you get some horns. Yeah. 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 He, he lives off of ice water because that's the only thing we saw him <laughs> eat or, or drink. And he grows up until he makes the realization that he's like, well, fuck it. I'm going back. I'm going back home. And I'm they're going to take me whether they like it or not. And he does just that. And where do we go from here? I mean, I think he goes back home and they tell him that, hey, everyone's been out Nobody's looking for home. you for the last, yeah, he's like, I don't know, six months six or whatever months. this is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, so, and, yeah, I, he's got to go find them now. Yeah, I mean, he really doesn't care about his parents. He's Clarice is what he's what he's concerned yeah, about. Yeah, it was all about Clarice at that point. He was uh, like, "Yeah, I love oh, some young buck." Yeah, he he's a there. young horny deer who's uh, looking for some action. Yes, yes, and so yeah, he does make it back home. Maybe, but not people aren't that thrilled to see him because you know he has a nose that lights up, and apparently that's like some kind of mortal sin in this part of the world. Um, until. Right, and what happens next? I think they get a. Do they get attacked well, by the? By, no, by he the shows up at the cave. He's looking for them. Yeah. He finds them. Clarice is about to get eight. Oh like, yes, because uh, his mom and Clarice did yeah. go out looking for yeah. him. Yeah, yes. I think it, is his father there too. Is yeah, I think his all father, three yeah. are there. His, his father, father's there too. His father was at the bar getting drunk. Uh, <laughs> he knew that wasn't his kid. Uh, he was at the cave. Yeah, he, he yeah. was at the cave, which. Oh, I, I just want to rewind a little bit because that sure. actually was funny. So, like, when Rudolph goes away and then Donner's like, oh, I feel bad. I'm a shit father, but I'm better than <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Like, I, I like how, like, the wife's like, I want to help. And he was just like, nah, no. bitch, this is oh, man's work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, yeah. he straight up did say that, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that part. But then, like, I love the very next part was like, 
Clarice, who just met this motherfucker for two seconds, mm-hmm. meets with the mom's like, you know what? Fuck that motherfucker. Let's go search ourselves. <laughs> yeah. it, was like, it was literally yeah. it was like, you know, go in the kitchen and, and make sandwiches and do dishes. And five seconds later, he's like, nope, me and my homegirl, we're going to Vegas. Like, yeah. I love yeah. like, how, you know, it's like, it's like what? Okay. It's okay. But it's yeah. True. That's exactly what <laughs> happened. We shit you not, people. You watched it? Yes, that did happen in that scene. My man yes. Donna told his wife, no, this is man's work. You have no business to And went out and two seconds later, Clarice walks in. Like she must have seen Donna hand the way in, right? Like, yeah. like, like, like Donna, hello, Mr. Donna. Uh, <laughs> fuck your husband. Let's go look for this man buck of mine. So yeah, they, okay, okay, so that explains it. I didn't notice that Donna was in the cave, but there he is. He's in the cave with his wife and this this uh, young female doe or whatever you call them. Yeah. And they're about to get eaten, literally about to get eaten by this uh yeah. by this yeti. Out of the blue pops up uh what's his Rudolph. name? Rudolph. Rudolph. Ru- yeah, Rudolph <laughs> hits him in the butt, like like rams him and then gets beat up. I, I want to say the snowman like just bonks him in the head. And yeah. like he starts seeing stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He clubs him with like a like one of the icicles. He yeah. just knocks him out. I was like, well, that was the shittiest fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't much of a fight. But then uh so there he's about to get stomped and killed or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, out of the blue comes who what's his name? Yukon? Yukon, Yukon Cornelius and uh Hermie. Uh Yukon comes up with a great idea to go on top of the cave, have Hermie uh uh, what, what do you do to lure out the abominable snowman? There's something that the snowman liked that he oh he he acted like a pig. He, he said that he had Hermie squeal like a like pig. a pig. Yeah, he oh, he he told Hermie that. that that the snowman likes pigs more than he likes deer. So now I have made, to ask th- that statement befuddled the shit out of me. <laughs> I have to say because I, was I, like, I like pig better than venison too. So I, 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 I'm I agree. Gonna, no, I wholeheartedly. But when did this yeti have the chance to leave the North Pole and and dig on swine? That's Never. True. There are true. no pigs in the North Pole. How did he know? What he took a trip to to the Bahamas one year uh, and, and got into some lechon? No, I, I doubt possibly. that. Possibly. Um, who knows? Rankin Bass. Uber eats. Um, it's, a, it's a big bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, they come up with this plan. They knock the yeti on his head. Hermie takes, you know, he, he takes this chance to become the dentist he's always wanted to be, yes. and pulls out all of the yeti's teeth. Which. Uh, I somehow in my child mind, I thought I thought the reason the Yeti was mad was because he had a toothache, and then Hermie like solves it. I forgot he rips out all of this this creature's teeth. Oh, he took them all out. Yeah, yeah, took every took single one of them and put them on the ground right in front of him. Yes, and now the the creature, I guess, is supposedly tame. But now Yukon Yukon still wants to mess with him. Yukon like goes after him. Yukon Cornelius goes after him, messes with him. So Yukon. The Yeti and the dogs all go over the cliff together. Yeah. Think, so they think Yukon yeah. is dead. They think yeah. he's out. They, he made the big sacrifice. Um, and they forget about him five seconds later. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Let, let's <laughs> go right. back. Right. They're just like, well, you know, somebody had to jump on that grenade and you know, <laughs> yeah. sacrifices had to be made. <laughs> we well, didn't so know Yukon that long. But anyway, so what happens then? So we're at the the end of the I think they go back to the North Pole and then Santa legit at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like a big snowstorm. And so Santa's like, hey, we gotta cancel Christmas. I'm out. I can't see. I I ain't risking my ass to go out there and try to deliver presents. 
And then out of nowhere, he has a brilliant idea to, to put Rudolph in front and use his nose to guide the way. And yeah, that's what he does. So Rudolph basically saves the day. And conveniently enough, that's when Santa's like, first up, Island of Misfit Toys. Uh, so, so here's a little more trivia for you. That was not in the original version. There was no, oh. they, they never went back to the Island of Misfit Toys. But so many kids wrote in and it's like, what happened to the 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 island, the toys on the Island of Misfit Toys? Santa's uh, not going to come back. So they, the next year they went in and they made that and then added it on. So yeah, that. Them. Yeah. They know what side they're bringing. Yeah, they didn't want to right? listen to these damn kids writing them all the time. Like, whatever, kid. <laughs> you want me to do this as a stupid movie? Sure, no problem. <laughs> Don't bother me anymore. Oh, wow, that is interesting. Yeah, so, you know, the movie ends, Santa is delivering, and you see him, you know, pull out these misfit toys out of his sack and just dropping them, you know, onto houses underneath. I don't... I never understood the whole Santa logic, but I guess you don't have to. It is Santa. But that is, in a nutshell, Ooh. Rudolph... The red-nosed reindeer. Yeah, great, great choice, Dana. <laughs> you know, with 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 these things, Rankin Bass has has a history. It's a very fond history. But the thing about this is, you know, I, I this is probably the least of their uh, offerings that I'm familiar with, and there's a reason why. Even as a kid, I always felt that this was the weakest one of the Rankin Bass offerings because it's fucking rudolph you know it's 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 rudolph that we know the we know the story we know how it goes and so even though they tried they injected some new characters it's this elf that wants to be a dentist the abominable snow monster or bumble or whatever the hell they call him um and my favorite is a yukon i think he was he was well played but it was just weird to me because it was just like so the rudolph story is just so you know what i, I haven't even gotten into how good was it and I'm, I, I basically just <laughs> sounds like you're doing it right now I don't yeah know. it does yeah. so 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 no let's let's do this the right way is there any Beautiful. other anything else we need to go over as far as this film before Ooh. we get into how good was it right man i don't think so i think i got all my facts out there obviously there's gonna be no box office gross to to go about we don't know yeah. about a budget said rankin bass is is gone you know they've been disney bought them up and i don't know what what they did with it because I, I haven't seen anything like it since then well maybe the most thing the most i've seen like this is elf you know they, they, there's yeah. a lot of the uh, stop motion uh north pole kind of stuff in elf that reminds me of this but uh yeah in general it's kind of a dead art I, you don't really see it much anymore what else did they put out i mean they put out uh, that they Chris did Kringle frosty thing. the snowman frosty uh, snowman yeah it rudolph's was some kind shiny of... rudolph shiny new year so that one is the one i think i was confusing part of this with because mm. you're, you're right this one was just you sing the song that's the whole plot and, and they just try exactly. to get some twist to it but rudolph's shiny new year was hey it's rudolph but yet they're trying to get baby new year to be like the next uh like father time or whatever it was so uh, yes. i do not yeah. remember that i do i do i do remember yeah that. so i mean there was I, I i am very curious that and i guess it was 64 but it's like they must have had such a big response they're just like yeah we'll keep we'll keep making more of this shit <laughs> so i mean because yeah i mean it was rudolph shiny new year the year without a santa frosty jack frost i mean like there was there was a good bit of these movies and uh yeah leave it to me to to pick the weakest one so well no, no, I think probably the most well known one I mean I yeah. do think this is definitely the most well known of all of them there's a reason why this has 
you know, still around and it's still a favorite. I doubt the well, other ones are know. any good either. I think I'm sure if we watch them, it's not going to be like, oh man, Frosty Snowman's amazing. Now it's good. They're going to be similar. Well, let's get into how the, good was it, man? Or, or Dana, yeah, I'm no, sorry, you were going to say something. Please add. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. I, I, I guess I could even start with it, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't, I don't, I don't think any of the other ones had like a memorable song, like you know, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. So mm-hmm. I mean, nobody else had like a. There's no. It also Rudolph, had. Um... Uh, yeah, they had another famous song in too. What was it? it? Was um Holly Jolly Christmas was in this as well, uh, which I don't know yeah. if it's original from it, but they did a uh, Holly Jolly Christmas in this. Okay, well let's that. get into how good was it, Dana? Kick it off. Yeah, how, yeah. Good, was how good was it as a heathen of Christmas? Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> you know what are some better holidays? Diwali is better. Three Kings is better. Mm-hmm. Why does anybody care about Christmas? Uh, no, no, this movie, man. Talk about needing nostalgia to carry the day. This movie was uh, was very interesting to watch in our lens again. It, it is what it is. It's nostalgic. It's about Christmas. It lets you know that Christmas is here. You're going to watch it all Christmas long. It is for an appropriate age group to get them started on uh, not only learning about Christmas, but learning about hate, which is great because you got to learn about hate early. <laughs> I, I think that was the part that was I, I really loved about this. Um, how good was it? You know what, man? It's good. Yeah, it's it good. You know, for for so wait a minute. Are you saying this is better than planes, trains, and automobiles? I, I'm not saying better. I'm <laughs> saying it's way better. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> this was the nostalgia was absolutely there. Oh, uh, the songs were bumping. Uh, the hatred, <laughs> like I said, like I mean, the body shaming, it got me over the top of just. I thought we just hated noses, which to this day, I think after we, you guys go through your part, we need to decide what does red nose mean. What was it code for? <laughs> oh, code for, like, <laughs> interesting. But nice. I think nostalgic wise, I think I thought it was great. I I I, I thought it was uh, it was everything I kind of remembered, but it was everything that was just like. Man, I, I wish I did drugs because I'm sure this movie would be that much better. <laughs> but I thought it was good and appropriate for what it was. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Kids, kids watch it. Adults watch it only if you're under the influence. Wow. <laughs> How about you? Uh, you June? Hi, June. All right. All right. Let's do this. So how good was this film? So first of all, yes, as Scott said, it wasn't... Yeah. Can you call it a film or a movie? I guess so. A made-for-TV movie. It's definitely, again, I saw this on YouTube, and, and most deaf, this was made-for-TV. Um, everything was spaced out according to commercials and time. And, you know, like, you know, when I, I remember being a kid and watching these things, it seemed like they were, like, three hours long. You know, and that's because they were. With the, with the commercials, they ended up dragging it out. And and so watching it without the commercials was was kind of interesting. So, you know, Rankin Bass, you know, they, they have a, a rich history with these holiday specials. Um, they're very heartwarming. They know exactly what they're going for. And obviously these, you know, it wasn't meant for us, for us middle-aged men and shit. Like we're here, you know, critiquing this like it's a serious offering. And it's not. We know exactly what we were in for. We know exact. They knew exactly what who, the audience that they were aiming for with these things. They were kids. And it was uh, all about consumerism, right? It was about creating these characters that they could use to sell product. And they were very successful at that. There's a reason why 
they still show these films around Christmas time. With that said, I'm glad that we actually got to do one of these. It warrants it. The time of year where we're doing a, a whole run of Christmas or at least, you know, Christmas related movies this month. It makes sense that we would do one of these. Yeah, I do wish it was one of the others, <laughs> but it's probably appropriate, most appropriate that it was this one. So Dana, this was a good choice. If you're going to do a Rankin Bass, it should have been this one. I mean, it's probably the most well-known. It's the well-known, one of the most well-known holiday characters i mean you know it, it, it's the whole package um it was fun revisiting it. It, it looking at it through the lens of a middle-aged man right and and noticing all these little things it, it just shows the corruption of age you know when you're a child you're so freaking innocent these things are 100 believable you you see no flaws in them you're just in it for the visuals you're just in it for the songs, you're just in it for the whole Christmas parlor of it, you know, and it works. It, it did it does the job well. How how good was it? I mean, it's fucking Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I mean, how good can it be? <laughs> it's 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 it wasn't meant to be critiqued, but we're damn it doing it anyway. Um, it's good. It's fun. It's it's it fills it, it hits a sweet spot in my heart. It 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 actually makes me want to watch the rest of them. I need to watch the Heat Miser and that other cold bastard. Now I need to watch songs. it. So yes, songs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So how good was it? It was good. It was it was good. It was fun. I mean, what can you say? <laughs> Take it All away. Right. Well, I guess our, our standards have changed on this uh podcast. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh so this is a, a movie. I think this is probably the way I start all my reviews. That a movie that I was extremely fond of as a as a child. I remember really, really liking this uh, at a young age, and even nowadays when I see you know the merchandise from this, which is pops up all over the place. I've mm -hmm. seen it at Publix for God's sakes. I've seen you know they they have uh, Yukon Cornelius and they have Hermie and they have all this other stuff you can buy. Uh, it's it's. You know, full of fond memories. It was definitely what I looked forward to seeing at the Christmas time when I was a kid. And maybe I wasn't a smart kid. I, I don't know. Uh, it's a, oh, man. It, no, and this this movie is made for children and um, um, thoroughly entertains kids. It's uh, it's uh, it's made for eight and under. Uh, so it's kind of hard to review it as an adult. I was not bored by it. It was full of nostalgia. Yeah, a lot of plot holes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of plot holes. Uh, it does it's it does what it's suited to do you know it's supposed to give you the christmas spirit it's supposed to uh uh entertain kids so how good was it yeah it's good it's good enough it's it's a christmas movie so yeah it's fine it's not better than planes trains and automobiles <laughs> I care what dana said i think another thing to keep in mind too and i go back to when i was a kid and i was watching these things but it was background you know, it was yeah, background to whatever was happening sure. in the household. You know, you you have it's Christmas time, probably the you know the family's over that you don't get to see throughout you know the, the rest of the year. Um, you're exchanging presents, you're doing holiday shit, and so this was in the background. It it was it was the same as like, you know, Christmas music in the background. It's not something you're particularly paying too much attention to, but it's helping to fuel the Christmas spirit, so to speak. So. It's successful in that in that sense. 
I paid eight bucks for it, so it's gonna be in the background a lot in my house. (laughs) I'm just gonna run it out of loop. I need to get my money's worth. Hey man, you can make a party out of it, invite the family, the friends, you'll get high and watch Rudolph. So I think we have a game that we talked about doing. Yeah. Um, we were gonna do our Christmas draft, right? We're gonna yes. we're gonna draft Christmas iconic characters to see who has the best starting five out of this. Uh, <laughs> who can come up with the best starting five Christmas characters? I, I think uh, I think this should go over <laughs> as well as this movie. Um, <laughs> Well, let's get into it. Who's going to start? Because well, of course, we'll I let, didn't we'll do the, any home. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let the youngest start. We'll, we'll let uh, we'll let Dana start. We'll go Dana, me, and then June. But we'll do a snake style June, so you get the we'll second pick of the draft. Beautiful. Um. So yes, I will. Uh, I'll start with the ultimate. Um. Who's bigger, better, badder, bestest? Um. Number one overall pick. Uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is yeah. coming up. You do your Victor Wimbiana <laughs> is uh is Santa Claus. I, yeah. I like it. You, you, you I mean, you can't go wrong with Santa. I I would have taken him at number two if you uh if you if you didn't take him then. So, I guess I will go second then. <sighs> man, I you know, I think I'm gonna go with Frosty the Snowman. If you're taking Santa, I'm taking Frosty. Nothing nothing says Christmas like snow and a mm-hmm. snowman who talks. And it's probably possessed by a demon. So I'm taking Frosty the Snowman. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Mrs. Claus. Oh, wow. That's a that, oh. that's a curveball right Cause, there. Because she's going to make sure I'm fed. She seems pretty low maintenance. And she's, <laughs> you know, in watching this uh, special, she's, she's still kind got of it going on. Yeah, 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 yeah I see that. She's still, yeah. you know, so I'm going to go with Mrs. Claus. I do. Will you pick again? Since it's a snake get style. Okay. My second pick. I'm gonna go since I already mentioned him, and he seems to be a favorite of mine. Is the fucking heat miser man? Oh, go oh. heat miser. And if he was in me, I'd make him do that song and dance twenty four seven on a loop. My <laughs> Mister nice. Heat Miser. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. All right. All right. Well, since Dana took the big Santa. I think I'm going to go with someone a little more powerful than Santa, who was born wow. on the 25th. I'm oh, wow. Jesus Christ. So you, you I, <laughs> the season, I'm not taking the Christ out of Christmas. I'm like you guys. All right. <laughs> I may take Frosty first, but I'm taking Jesus second. So strictly imaginary characters. Great. Yes, completely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, just dear. kidding, Jesus. Please don't strike me down. Um, <laughs> so good call on that. That actually was going to be for later rounds. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I pulled Jesus too early. <laughs> you, yeah, you went too early on Jesus. Um, uh, I am going to go uh, a, a character who I think is underrated and probably shouldn't be my second pick. But since I'm back to back, I'm going to take him anyway. I, Jack Frost. Uh, Jack uh, Frost. Uh, I, I, and I want to specifically say... Michael Keaton's Jack Frost, who actually is a fucking snowman. So yeah. we got two talking snowman in here. So. Uh, I I kind of feel like you're, you're stealing Frosty's thunder, but whatever. You can have Jack Frost. Jack <laughs> Frost, baby. We have very no similar Frosty. team. You have Santa and Jack Frost, and I have Frosty and Jesus. We have very similar team. Hmm. Um, the, um, I'm going back to back with the star of our show, fucking Rudolph. 
Like, uh, Rudolph is you can a have strong... that little whiny re- oh, deer. Wow. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> All to you, good sir. Uh, well, I'm going to take Yukon Cornelius because I think he could hunt that Damn deer it. down and, and, and take him out. So I think uh, Yukon is going to be my my uh, my uh, my starting five, my starting center. Sorry. That was, you actually that was so great. Pick. Okay. All right. You got two picks, Jim. Hi. Yeah, I was gonna go for Yukon, but that's out. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jack Skellington. Oh, okay. oh nice. curveball. Okay. I like what you did there. I don't know what good he'll be on any team, but it'll be fun. I mean, if, if there's any <laughs> boogie oogie, like Jack Skellington's there to take him out. So uh, you uh, get another pick, June. Yes. Oh, um, Let's go with can, can I can I pick uh Billy Bob Thornton's character in Bad Santa? Sure. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't need to, we don't need his actual name. That, that, that works for me. Okay. <laughs> That's actually a great. All right, well, in, in the same vein, I'm gonna take Bruce Willis from Die Hard. I'm taking John McClain. John McClain is gonna be my shooting guard here, Dana. He's he's gonna be the scorer on the team. So, actual yeah. shooting yeah oh that's so upsetting that really was my next pick <laughs> um but you know what if you're gonna go with john McLean, i'm gonna take hans gruber because nothing oh, says nothing nice. says christmas like man hans gruber we we have so, like rival teams to, to go right here man we're, oh absolutely we're... i i i'll see you at the championship is what i'm trying to say oh. <laughs> all right Dana. so th- now you get your last pick so my last pick, just to fuck you over, Scott. Oh. Um, Gizmo. Oh. oh, you can have Gizmo. That's oh, fine. Wow. Okay, archery. Archery is out for Christmas because I have Gizmo. He knows how to use a bow and arrow. Damn. Mm. All right, so I'm I'm gonna go for I'm going off the board again here. I'm I'm gonna go with someone. He's he's gonna be like the point guard on my team, Dana. He's gonna. He's someone who knows strategy and he can he can lead my team to victory. He he has single-handedly defeated a lot of people in his career. I'm going with Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> my starting point. Oh, oh, oh wow. Oh wow. That, that is ooh, that's that's a that's a strong starting five, actually. That's ooh. Okay. Uh, Atune, last pick in the draft. You you're up. Well, as usual, I have the lowest ranking and weakest team. <laughs> because of course my goal is not to win just to look good losing and have fun while losing so with that in mind who else could i pick who who, who would be my pick and i forgot the character's name but it's eddie murphy in trading places oh uh, yeah, yeah because yeah. even though we're gonna lose miserably we're gonna be really high and mm-hmm. really funny while yeah, we're losing. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Not? I like it. <laughs> nice. Wow, that concluded our draft. A good, good draft. Okay, once again, I will put this up on Twitter. People are allowed to come on and vote who uh, who has the best draft. Yes. Once again, probably only Joe and I will vote, and Joe's not even it, so probably only I will vote. But it's fine. <laughs> Anybody who wants to follow us on on X, formerly known as Twitter, please do so, and uh, uh, you can vote on this as well. Yes. Um, Jesus wow. versus Gizmo. Let's go. You know, 
you know, we, 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 we always try to include these games audience and it's rare that we have the time, you know, during the editing process is usually these kind of segments that go first, right? Cause this is a, a, a movie podcast first and foremost, but man, this, 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 episode was just a breeze man oh, it was when, just when like, we do 50 long minute movies that this movie was 52 minutes long so yes. yeah this is a perfect length yeah perfect length man we were managed to fit in this game and i'm glad we did because it was a lot of fun please follow like subscribe all that good stuff on our youtube make sure you subscribe and hit that whatever they do what notifications or something so that you'll be notified anytime we put up some new comment content because Every week, there's going to be something new on our channel. Please check out our RSS feed, and we're on every freaking platform imaginable. Again, follow, like, subscribe, leave your comments. We'd love to hear them and suggestions. And with that, is there anything else that you guys would like to say about Rudolph, about casting, about anything I'm, I'm, else? I'm ready to go back to regular movies. I, 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 <laughs> I, I'm glad this was only 52 minute long uh, movie because I, I don't think I could take an hour and a half of this. Well, I'm going to follow up by watching all the rest oh, of the rank and good luck. offerings. Um, not tonight, but throughout the holiday season for sure. Dana, anything just, else you want to add before we... Uh... Of course, man. Uh, just all the kids who are going to be watching this, try to cleanse all the hate out of your heart after watching this. <laughs> love is do love. Not, love. Do not your let your kids watch this. Do not let your kids listen to this podcast. Love your nose. Mm, body wow. dysmorphia is real. Love yourself, guys. <laughs> don't don't let Santa, Donner, anybody tell you that you're not beautiful. That's all, wow. you know, just, that's what Rudolph has taught me. Yeah. I, I could not have said it any better, Dana. Thank you. That needed to be said. To put the nail in the coffin of this episode. And with that, man, let's say bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. What movie would you like us to review? Drop your suggestions by hitting us up at howgoodwasitpod at gmail.com.